Views expressed here are not supported by and do not reflect those of the Evening Rush Network. Viewer's discretion is advised. And every Wednesday, 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. with Dawn and Rainbow. You already know what it is. Of you almost forgot what came after what came after seven? Seven and eight. <laughs> you and like seven p.m. to eight p.m. Like you didn't know eight came. I had to. Eight. I had to take a breath. Like oh, okay, you know, you I forgot breathe. you. you oh, okay, he's still going. He's still anyway. going. Through, so. <laughs> Welcome everybody. Shout out to everybody out there in Los Angeles. You don't. You already know what it is. Shout out to Atlanta. Hawaii, the whole Europe, and of course, of course, New York City. We love you. You already know what it is. Call in if you want to call in. We're talking about narcissistic behavior, 929-282-0266. If you want to support the show, you can also subscribe. Um, hit that like button, which I definitely love when you do. And then you can also support us by Cash App with Dollar Sign even a Rush. Today, we got special guests in the building. Shout out to Jamie. I feel like we're on the prices, right? Shout out to KC. And shout out to Samantha. I appreciate all three of you ladies. You know, it, it, it's great when you can just, you know, go into one of your groups and listen, I need some co-hosts to just, you know, jump on and, and you know, y'all pop in. And I love it. Um, each in, one of y'all have out. your own podcast. So tell us about your podcast real quick. Is it who, me or her? Either or. Casey. Oh, so I have my own podcast. Sorry. (laughs) I have my own podcast called The Crotch Goblin Caregiver, where (laughs) I talk about marriage, motherhood, mental health, and murder. I do murder podcasts sometimes. And then my husband and I actually. And murder. What are you talking about, murder? More like true crime, but it doesn't sound as good when I say marriage, mental health, motherhood, and true crime. So I was just like, we'll throw something out there. Um, and then my husband. Yeah, give it, give it people uh, ways to snap. <laughs> yeah, it's what it sounds. Yeah. <laughs> and then my husband and I just started a podcast this last week called Modern Middle Class Marriage because that's what we struggle mm-hmm. with. Mm. modernizing a guy from the 80s versus a girl from the 90s, a guy who grew up in Oakland versus a girl who in sheltered New Mexico, trying to come together and operate, you know, with those two very different worlds and raise kids. And we're also very middle class and how much financial struggles and choices and everything has to compound on the stresses of us as the nucleus and our kids as well. So right. that's mm-hmm. that sounds good, though. That sounds good. I like that. I how, 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 like, how do they listen to this? Uh, well, right now, um, our newest podcast from last week is pretty much just on Spotify and those, like, you know, little beginner oh. podcasts. But hopefully it'll get bigger. Mine can be heard on all platforms, the Crotch Goblin Caregiver, because my kids okay. are my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie? 
I am a entrepreneur and um, so I have a product. I'm a stylist. I am a event planner. I'm a community activist. And so uh, I don't have necessarily my own podcast. I'm on the Who That podcast. And I have to say that with the accent because it kind of gives you that whole Jamaican vibe. Um, and we just- <laughs> I, I, listen, I was going to say it, but I wasn't going to say it. But go ahead. <laughs> um, we talk about everything. Like, I mean, from social issues to we just had a gamer on like a dude that does gaming and makes a thousand dollars a week you know nice. on sunday so um i do that and uh and i'm a mom you know what i'm saying i got a 14 year old son and uh wow. that's about it. I, I yeah wouldn't, i wouldn't never thought you had a 14 year old i'm 37 <laughs> i was gonna say you look Yes. You know, I look like you have a 14-year-old kid. <laughs> it was so funny. It's his little girlfriend thought that I was I was another girl, like, when she met me. Like, I was like, wow. no, that's my child. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that is the one that I bred. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my bad, y'all. He's 15 now. I'm sorry. He's sitting right here. He's like, nah, give me my, my one year. And he just turned he's 15. Yeah, my yeah. God. Today's my godson's birthday. He just turned 17. <laughs> He oh. thinks he's grown. Happy birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, Samantha? Oh, I'm sorry. Samantha? Um, so I have one child that I birthed. And um, since my sister passed away in 2019, I've been mm. caring for her kids. She had eight, um, all the school-age children anyway. And um, I'm in school. You said right? eight kids? Eight kids. So now you got nine children. Take it in, nowhere. girl. Take it all in. That's a lot, ain't it? <laughs> Lord have mercy. Lord. No, listen, I got nine all together. So no, John, but you you brought that on yourself. Samantha didn't. She didn't. She didn't ask for that. You asked for those nine children. You got nine kids. Well, I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, you what? What? You didn't. You didn't ask for them. No, you didn't. You did the business. You made them. Oh my Jesus! You he made all nine of them. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no, definitely. Let's talk about it. Yeah. What? <laughs> we gonna awesome. get there. We gonna get there. That's what I'm saying. You, you had time. Like they came in and in spurts. She had got. She had one challenge. She's like, all right, I'm good. And then her sister, bless her soul, something happened to her. And then out of nowhere, she, she got it. nine babies now because she didn't play before. It's 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 Listen. seven boys and one girl. Oh Lord Jesus! Yeah. Oh, my God, oh, them boys is, is going in. <laughs> I, I know yeah. that going. Them boys yeah. is going in. And yeah. what's what's the ages? Um, the youngest is six. He just turned six, and the oldest is an adult. He's twenty. Oh Lord Jesus! Eight. Oh no. I want to say if I'm not exaggerating, I'm like uh so. You gonna help me take care of these kids? <laughs> you know what? That's a whole nother story. But he's putting that where he was just giving out donations, like sprinkle here, sprinkle there. Like you want a baby? Nah, you listen. <laughs> that that is so far from the truth. Wow. I mean, but like I, we got, we we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. We got time. Awesome. I ain't rushing. You know what I'm saying? I just want to shout out our sponsors real quick so we get this out the way. Shout out to the gallery each and every Tuesday, CaribbeanPowerJam.com. Shout out to Industry 21 Magazine. Shout out to my boy, Dane. We are also in the magazine, so make sure you cop that. Um, a Cause of Concern, a Solution Network. Yo, big shout out to them. You already know what it is. It's going down December 17th. Christmas Toy Drive. 
Make sure everybody's in the building. You know what I'm saying? Down in Missouri. So, shout out to Envious Creations. You already know she makes out clothing. And she does a bunch of other things. And shout out to Martine Felton. If you need a life coach, a great book, or a tarot card reading, make sure you hit up Martine Felton um, at martinefelton.com. All right. I'm sorry, ladies. I meant to give you a disclaimer before we got on. If you ever meet Don, just don't look him directly in the eye. Here you go. Because you'll be pregnant. Okay? Got it. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Don't look him directly in the eye. It's like Medusa when she's turning people into stone. If you look at Don directly in the eye, you wind up pregnant. So. <laughs> That's what I say about my So not true. So not true. But anyway. <laughs> so yo, we're gonna jump into trending topics real quick. Um, we ain't gonna stay in it long because a lot of tragedy tragedy going on in the world still. I don't wanna, so, you know, even I wanna talk about it. But let's get into the first um trending topic. Go ahead, Rainbow. I'm about to say which is the first one. First the first one, um, well, the first one you sent me is about Shaniquel, Shaniquel Robinson, the 25-year-old yeah. girl that was found dead in Mexico. She was supposed to be on, in Mexico on a trip with her friends. That's and so supposedly they told her parents that she had liquor poisoning and they took her to the doctor. And then next thing you know, homegirl was dead. They came back from Mexico, brought the parents her luggage they got the autopsy from the Me from Mexico, and they said that the girl had blood blood trauma, and her spine was broken, cracked in half, or some shit like that. Broken neck. Yeah. Broken neck. No, they said that the spine, like the not just the and neck. Spine. Really? Was, they, yeah. yeah. So, which means they like beat somebody stepped like, on her back type situation. They, they beat her up badly, and then just well, not they. Up. It was one. It was one girl. Um, they did show the video. The video is mm -hmm. out now. Um, not, I don't want to watch that. Yeah, don't we don't want to watch it. To death. Um, this is my biggest intake on this, and I'm not like I said, I ain't staying on it long. Know who your friends are. Yes, she has been around these different people for five years, but are they truly her friends? Like one of them is supposed to be her best friend, and he's a guy. And he's the one who went on Instagram and he's the one that told the mother she died of liquor poisoning. And you can hear his voice literally saying, you're not going to fight back. So, you know, this is crazy. And after I get off of this, I'm actually going to have a whole conversation with my daughter because I want her to understand when she always want to go away and I say, no, these are the reasons why. Right. You know? I'm not, I'm not too big a, you know, she's grown, she's 23 years old, but still, there's times I, you know, I want to go to Mexico, no, because in all actuality, she went to this foreign country, and they just ruled it as an accidental um, death, and they didn't do no, no, no work to see what was, investigate, they didn't do none of that. And it's crazy that this young lady lost her life to people around people. And she, she thought was her friend. And it's crazy. So, you know what I mean? You know, big shout out to her family. Rest in peace. Condolences. You know, it's crazy. You know what I mean? So the next one, um, 
Go ahead, Rainbow. Oh God. <clears throat> I got I'm doing everything today. Um the next one is about the young lady who was with Pop Smoke the night that he died. She did an interview on hip hop. Um, um, there was an episode of Hip Hop Homicides and she was on it. <clears throat> and she just pretty much told the story of what, in her words, of what happened the night that he died, that he was killed. I ain't gonna say he just died, he was killed. Um, yeah, so she was just in, you know, and her name is Amelia Rose. Uh, and she told him she was sitting. She was sitting on the bed and started in. She started no, we, taking her clothes off. Oh, I guess they was about to get get it on. No, I no, no, he wasn't. No, 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 no. Oh no, she no. was just she was just going because he was in the shower, wasn't he? He was going to sleep. He was going. To sleep. He was going to sleep. He, he was, was in the shower. I guess he was washing up so she he could go to sleep. And mm -hmm. that sounds about right. No, that don't sound about right. He was getting he was getting washed up. She no, no. Up. no. Friend of the room. Come on, come on. All right. So my whole the whole moral of the story is, you know, Pop, she's going on saying, you know, her what's going on with her and Pop. And um unfortunately she was there when Pop passed away and she still has dreams about it and everything else. That and, is traumatizing. That she has PTSD. Yeah. yeah. You know she what I mean? PTSD. So, Anybody in that situation would have PTSD. I would, you would vividly remember that every night, absolutely. Yeah. And 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 it's very traumatizing. And you know, I hope, you know, now that she she was able to talk and express herself, that you know, hopefully she can get get a piece of closure to move on. And you know, no, it's not gonna happen. You can tell this. You you can you can tell your story as many times, but she was visit. She was there. Right. There's no way that she's gonna ever forget what happened. Mm, that's true. And I feel sorry for her because she's a, she's an innocent bystander, and she was just there minding her business, whatever she was doing. And now well, this tremendous. In all actuality, all of them were innocent bystanders. Um, you know, oh, him getting robbed and him getting murdered, it wasn't his fault. Wasn't no, like, I'm not you know. saying that I'm not saying that that was his fault either. But what I'm just trying to say, she, she, she's a, in in layman's, she's a nobody. She's just a regular civilian. She's not a rapper. She wasn't there for nothing. She didn't, you know, she was just there to be with her friend. Yeah. And then yeah. next thing you know, he's dead. Now she has to. She physically saw that, and that's traumatizing for her. Exactly. Right. Well, you know, like I said, trending topics was crazy tragedy. um tragedy on tragedy and you know once we're in rest in peace to everybody in those situations and everything that had to go down and you know hopefully you know one i hope samantha get I, I keep saying her name wrong the young lady that that passed away in cabo i hope she gets closure i'm gonna say don't be putting that on me i'm here i'm my, my back <laughs> I'm right here. No, I no, I wasn't doing it. I'm like Samantha. I'm gonna say no, no. I'm bad with names. Don't don't tell me. Horrible with names. I'm bad with names. He has to know. He has to know you for a while to get your name right. Yeah, I I mess up. Unless it's an easy name. Yeah. All right. Everybody, here is good. No, 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 no. You're not. You're not killing you off the island. She said, "Don't be killing me off." Dang. So we're going to get into the topic of the day, narcissistic behavior. 
Um, we came up with this topic one because um, I was talking to some of my friends as usual. You found that they was narcissists. <laughs> um, one of them went through a, a serious relationship that you know. At the end of her conversation, she was like, "Well, you know, he was a narcissist, and he just he was so bad to me." And so it made me say to myself, "What traits might I have, or somebody I'm around might have that are narcissistic?" Do you mm. know that sometimes yeah. people say the word narcissist, they have no idea what it means. They just figure Thank it's you. something to say. They be like, "You're a narcissist." You're like, explain it to so, me. So yeah. I. I I wanted people to have clarity on um, narcissism. Okay. And, what, you know, it, what, narcissism. What, is it, what is it on? Narcissism. Narcissism? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I want people to have clarity on it. I can't take it. <clears throat> I swear I can't. I want I people you. to have I, I want people to have clarity on it. And, you know, I offered these three great women to come on um tell their story so you know their their um opinion of what narcissism narcissism what rainbow narcissism. Just said might be and you know go from there so narcissism. we're gonna start with samantha um she has a story to tell us and she's gonna tell us about it so go ahead samantha okay so um like most people i didn't really know um or I'm not gonna say didn't know, but just didn't really identify with the whole narcissist thing. I've heard it a million times, but I didn't really experience it until um, this whole situation happened with me. My sister passed away. When she passed away, um, she had had, like I said, she had eight kids. Her baby was six months at the Mm -hmm. time she was diagnosed. But when she passed away, he was only two. And the dad wasn't in the life of this child at all that I knew of. And I had been in this child's life since he was born, basically. Um, He came in maybe about a year ago. And I had heard stories about him, but I'm one of those people that I believe I meet you where you're at. So I don't go anything based off of what somebody else tells me because I have to interact with you to get my own idea. So I gave him a shot, talked to him and everything after about two conversations didn't go his way. He was just like, I'm filing for full custody. And he filed for full custody of my nephew. Um, so, of course, I asked for a DNA test because I was like, well, hopefully he ain't the daddy and we can go from there. And he, um, I'm like, no wow. shade, sis, I'm praying. No shade. But I'm like, I'm praying that this is not the daddy so we can go ahead and live our best life and finish doing what we've been doing with the rest of these kids. So it turns out he was the dad. We got a mediation order set in place and we came up with an agreement on visitations. We did visitation on the very first visit. He told me he was going to do away with the lawyers and then we could just talk and go between us. I'm like, okay, that's, that's cool. That makes sense. We, we get along. You know, I told you, I respect the fact you want to be in your kid's life. That's cool. You didn't need to go get no lawyer nothing like that. So, um, from there we, we talked, he came down for um, visits and met with my nephew and everything. My nephew loved being around him. So again, this is his father in the black community. You don't really get that a whole lot in mm-hmm. any community. Actually, I'm not going to say just the black, but you know, the black community, they really, really, really need their dads. All kids do, but I know firsthand from being a little Brown girl. So anywho, um, Memorial day weekend came and he actually took my nephew all the way back to his home state. And I'm all the way in Houston and we're just going to say seven States over. It was more oh, than that, no. but we'll just say seven. <laughs> 
So he took him back up there with him and um, he cut off all communication. He wouldn't return any text messages, emails. He cut off all social media where I couldn't contact him. Um, and we had had a good relationship. So a lot of manipulation and all that good stuff. So um, I called my lawyer, find out some papers weren't stamped by the judge. So I'm like, well, we just go to Washington and get them ourselves. <laughs> so we flew all the way up there. We only had a P.O. box. Just using the P.O. box, we got a private investigator. Um, she found him within, I want to say, five, ten minutes of looking for him, which made me so mad. Because I'm like, why couldn't I do that? But I don't have to Man, I have to pay you for this? <laughs> I was so mad. But she went ahead and did her job. She found him. Um, we had to go to court three different times. After that, we um, were able to go back home with temporary guardianship for 60 days, which gave us enough time to have him, put him in school. I could put him back in all his sports and stuff that he played and everything like that. And we went to court in my hometown um, where he originally filed at. And um, when we did that, um, we finally went to court a few months ago and he won full custody. They gave mm. no grace at all. Like literally, we don't have any visitations. I haven't seen or talked to my nephew since I kissed him goodbye. We had less than 24 hours to turn him over. How did they even prove that he was a fit parent? Like, he kidnapped him in the first place. They don't care. He's the biological father. He's the next parent. And he's full-blooded narcissist. Like, I've never met one. And I, I hate using that word. And I hate hearing it. But once I heard it and I met him, I said, that is his nickname. That is his freaking nickname. I That's couldn't believe crazy. it. I'm like, he needs to go ahead and go down there and change his name. Because so, it, 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 for me, it feels like if your sister was still alive, like he wouldn't even want it to be in the child's life. She was crazy. He wouldn't have did it. He probably would have no, stayed no, away. Not that he wouldn't have did what he did, but he, I don't think he would have even tried to be in the child's life. No, he wouldn't have did any yeah. of it. Is what I'm saying. <clears throat> yeah, he wouldn't have did none of it. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, I feel like the thing with narcissists, too, is that especially parental kind of narcissists, mm -hmm. when it comes to their kids, it's not like you're my son. I die for you. I would, you know, do crazy work to provide for you. It's yeah. more that you're my property. You're the yeah, my son. You're, you're my son, but you're the mm -hmm. piece I get to hold up to society to say, look, nothing's wrong with, you know, with my dick. My sperm works great. It produces <laughs> sons. Like this is the thing you get to use for society to say there's nothing wrong with me. Mm -hmm. It's my thing mm -hmm. that proves that I work, you know? So not having that chess piece. Because narcissists, I feel like, are very about their perspective, their very. reputation, mm -hmm. their image. And not having his son after his mother dies, it makes society feel like, well, you must be a deadbeat. Whether he's a good mm -hmm. father or not, having that child in his possession now balances out the whole, like, well, he's not so much a deadbeat. He may not be a great dad, but he took his son after mom died. You know? And it's so deep the in didn't tell the best part. You didn't tell them the best part about um, the wife. I didn't. I didn't. Oh. So, um, okay, so let's, let's wind it back. So you know all the stuff I just told you. Now keep all of that in mind. So he actually was married the entire time dealing with my sister and did not tell her he was married until my sister was like in love, googly eyes, butterflies in her stomach. So she was like, so he's leaving her. That's what he told me. And then yeah. come to find out that this is his wife. The other part I'm not going to say because I feel like that's really insensitive. So I'm going to leave that part out. But 
it's it's a major key. So I do have a I'm I'm trying to get an appeal right now so I can get my nephew back. That's my Ladies, number when these one. These men goal. tell you they're gonna leave their wife. Don't believe them. They're not. They're not going nowhere. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Red flag. Because if too. they wanted, because if they wanted to leave them, they didn't need you to be in the picture to lead them. They would have left right. anyway. They would have already left. You don't. They don't need you to leave their wife. They if they gonna leave, they gonna leave. Right. So I do have a GoFundMe account. Um, and it is the link is down there. Um, I'm trying to get enough money to get together so I can get an appeal. Um, I, I lost a lot of money going all the way up there to his state fighting because I was there for more than 17 I like, days. I feel like the judge might might have been a narcissist too. Oh my! I couldn't wow. believe. So I did. I did go down there and do a little bit of politicking. <laughs> don't don't wow me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did go down. She, her seat was up for grabs this year, and I did go down there with a bunch of signs protesting against her telling people the story and some people were like oh that's who i voted for what happened and i'm like the nerve i don't want to talk to you and i'm like well let me, let me tell you who you voted for so i explained it to them they everybody asked know me no like, better if, you, yeah, if, a lot of if they don't have a if they if they don't have a story that like oh well she did this people yeah like, you don't know what to do you just vote right. the vote i when I vote, I, Democrat, 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 I don't even know what that right. is. Right. Democrat, Democrat, Democrat. That was one of the main things. We was like, don't And that's vote not good. Based off that's not party. good at all. Yeah. Yeah. So somebody asked me what she could have done differently. Is there anything she could have done differently that would have kept me from coming down? I'm like, absolutely. I said, she could have done grace period where Mm -hmm. she gave us until the end Mm -hmm. of the year since he was already in school and made us give him to his dad for every single holiday this year. All of them. Yeah. Yeah, because you just the whole yeah. taking and you know re re yeah right this the whole thing is it felt like this feels like she cared she had no empathy for this child right none mm-hmm. like, family court you're uprooting this child like this man is pretty fairly new in his life like this is not who he, he I don't know, he doesn't know him and yeah. Like he has, like he knows that's his father, and yes, he likes to see him, but this is not who he's used to being with. Right. And he he has a whole life changed. He has an entire life here in Texas. He didn't want to go. He didn't want to be with him after he took him. That's the whole thing. Is children? No. And he's six. He knows if he wants to be with someone or not. Clearly, if he doesn't want to be with him, there's a problem. Yeah, they don't care. And you need to listen to that child. We do. when you go, when they when children are going through custody, you know when you go because when they're a certain age, they be like, oh, you get to pick who you want to go. It that little boy at six years old, no, he didn't want to go with his father, and he shouldn't had he shouldn't have had to. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. um, he also was playing football. They took him mid season. He was the quarterback this year because I I put him in all kind of sports. I got into a yeah. whole back and forth with a lady quarterback on Facebook. She was like, I you you're you're acting like you are just so uh privileged to this child that's his father and I was like well let me explain something to you not like a father that sees his son every day was there at the birth signed birth certificate was very very those type of dads hey I get it we wouldn't even be sitting here having this conversation because he probably would have had him as soon as Mm -hmm. my sister passed away exactly you know what I'm saying so that was my whole big problem with that but after our conversation she donated to my GoFundMe account But but not like, even just that. She took she took that child away from his other seven siblings. Say that part. That's what I said. That's the right. reason why I'm arguing. They've already gone through this tragedy of losing their mom. Now they got to go through losing their brother, right. the baby. Yeah. But mm. n- if that's the case, then uh, 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 your older nephew could have. Maybe he should. Maybe he should be the one that's trying to get the child. Well, My you know, one, before... I thought about that. 
before we go in, I want to, um, before deeper? we take a break, before I want, yeah, before we go any deeper, and I want to take a, we have to take a break, but I just want to read what narcissistic, uh, narcissistic personality disorder is. It's narcissistic, narcissistic personality disorder is one of several types of personality disorders is a mental condition in which people have an inflicted sense of their own importance, a deep need for excessive attention or admiration, troubled relationships, and a lack of empathy for others. Maybe. But behind a mask of extreme confidence lies a fragile self-esteem that vulnerable to the slightest criticism. Mm-hmm. So, so this that is what narcissism is. Yeah, I'm not a narcissist. I don't care if you yep. criticize me. I I, I'm, well, hold, hold, when we come back from break, I got to tell you what narcissistic women are. So take a second. If you want to get a podcast and you need to know how to do that, here we go. Looking to podcast shows and do not know where to start? The Evening Rush Network can help you with that. Call us at 929-441-2417 or email us at theeveningrushnetwork at gmail.com for dates and prices. We got you for all your podcast needs. The Evening Rush Network. Tune in, subscribe, and share. We are back. Rush. Each and every Wednesday, 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. with Dawn and Rainbow. We have a special guest in the building, Jamie, Samantha, and KC. Um, before I go any further, make sure everybody come through Christmas Toy Drive with the Cause and Concern and Solution. December 17th, 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. Superhero theme. We will also have performance, a live performance from the Quasia with DJ Sue Young and Diamond Z will also be um, performing live at Amazora 9112 144th Place, Queens, New York. So make sure y'all pull up. Pardon me, guys. I don't know what it is. I think it's all the narcissism. The narcissism going on. (laughs) You know what I said? I said what I said. Narcissism. I said what I said. That don't even sound like a word. So, first of all, shout out to Mobile Two. Shout out to um, TK. They both are in the chat. Um, yeah, big time. I completely agree. Oh, I, I I have to say this first because you know, women to me, I feel have a different side of narcissism. So, one, they're Not highly concerned. Too about their look. Two, they don't take no for an answer. Three, they can flirt with anyone. Four, they find it hard to apologize. That's (laughs) most women. Thank you. Five, the lack of empathy for others. I don't have a problem with apologizing. I'm sorry. They don't negotiate. They manipulate. And seven, they're highly competitive. So those are seven signs of a woman narcissist. Why is that women? That just sounds like a narcissist. So what does it say for men? So what does it say for men? Yeah. Google a Google. First of all, y'all, y'all, y'all don't know how to say sorry. I, I That's a lie. I go through the story, <clears throat> don't, say that. don't say all women. None of y'all can take no for an answer. 
princess complex. You know, we grow up being told we're princesses and stuff like that. And so telling us no is hard for us to understand because we were not so this, told. Are you trying to say I made my daughter a narcissist? Yeah, yeah. for sure. This mm-hmm. really would be the daddy. I, I don't I don't believe I did. I think I did a great job. Um, you know. Don, you tell you don't You're tell in denial. LaShawn no <laughs> to nothing. So why would she expect another this is man so far to tell her no? She like, <gasps> like I'll ask my daddy. Okay, just because she asked me doesn't mean that Necessary, you know, don't put me on the spot like that. That is so wrong. Casey got something to say. Look, to 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 support you a little bit here, Don. We also have a daughter and a son. We have an eight year old daughter and a six and a half year old son. My daughter could come up to him with those beautiful little princess balls of beautiful Mm -hmm. eyes and say, "Daddy, can I?" Without question, my Mm. son like, ah, there's a. eh." You know, she could do something. She could smack him, come straight up and just like co-cock my son in the back of the head. Jasmine. Whereas my son will come in and do the same thing and be like, son, what the hell? Like, there's just such a transition between my mm-hmm. daddy's little girl and Bias. this is my tough little man. And yeah. I think all men do that with their daughters. Yeah, no, no. I, I would agree with fair, you. I'm harder on my daughter than my son. <laughs> like, she's my oldest, and for some reason, it's and that biological, like... And your son is gonna be a mama's boy. And he's probably... But see, I am... I'm Because I've jumped into this world of narcissism, my parenting has changed a lot. Ah, see, I'm gonna balance it. You are... Because I... If, if I could bring a different perspective here, yes, it, as much as it sucks, statistically, men are more narcissistic. There are more narcissistic mm. men. That's why more serial killers are men specifically white men um and a lot of the serial killers like um I don't hold know. on hold on talk about talk about that is so not true you said that so smooth <laughs> yeah but no you, you know you, no it's not no it's, no it's not no it's not because after the two dudes in in the car shooting people those are some serial killers no but go ahead, go ahead. No, Mom. I'm honest, though. Yeah. Like, let's address the room here. I am the only white woman here, and I'll be the first one to say No, we appreciate you. I have white privilege. I'm going to talk about them. <laughs> exactly. So it's just like, to bring the different perspective here, though, women can be narcissists. My mother was where I learned mm. what this world even was. Like, my, I feel like... That? I, I was very like love is blind because up until about 2019 or no 2020 actually it was December of the pandemic. Um, before that, my relationship with my mother has always felt there was just something in me that it just like I didn't. As soon as I could leave, I ran away to the Marine Corps at 18 to get away from her. Anytime it was time to come home, I had this like something in my chest like sitting there like oh my god I mm. can't stay here on leave for too many days because I'll start going nuts. Anytime my mom would come to see me, there was always this gut feeling of like, I don't want to be near her. And then when we, my husband and I got honorably separated from the Marine Corps, we had a choice. Move to the Bay Area near his family or move to New Mexico near my family. It would have been well, smarter to, to move to New Mexico. Like it's cheaper. It's more financially fit. There's great jobs there. But the fear of living near my mother and her being in my life when I had a one-year-old, I was pregnant at the time. 
Mm. notorious for taking my moments from me and turning them into her moments to share with family and friends. So I was like, like, nope, we're going to move. So, but I didn't even know what those things were until the pandemic. So obviously the pandemic's a whole thing. So during Christmas, I was like, fuck this. We're going to go see my family because I'm going nuts. I don't have much of a relationship with your family. I got to go do something else. So I go to see them and I got to watch my mother interact in the exact same way she had interacted with me when I was a kid but because it was my daughter and I had not been parenting her the way I was parented I had become so self-aware and focused on doing things differently what I didn't like or what I did like that when I got to see her doing the exact same things I had grown up with to somebody that has not been raised that way and see how it affected her that was the moment that I realized there's something more serious going on here than just like I don't like my mom And that's Mm. when I started diving into what is narcissism? How many of these traits do you have? How many of these things are you expressing? And as I talked to my siblings, we all started to realize like, this is why we can't connect with her. There's no bond. There's no like, wow. Mm -hmm. How many, how many siblings do you have? I have two. So I have, I'm the oldest and I have a younger sister and a younger brother. But as we kind of went on this journey together with me leading, like, Hey, I know this word gets thrown around a lot. It's kind of like the new buzzword of right now, because that's what everyone started focusing on in the mm-hmm. pandemic was mental health and narcissism mm-hmm. and, you know, gaslighting. They had to spend too much time inside with with each other. That's what it was. Yeah. Exactly. Like, people don't, you don't really know someone's personality right. until you have to spend a lot of time inside with them. And a lot mm-hmm. of yeah. married couples weren't spending that much time together because they were always either at work or things like that. They would only spend, like, eat right. We mm-hmm. eat and go to sleep. Exactly. And there was a word that like specifically came up for me that changed the game. Because when I've heard the word narcissist, I've always thought of somebody like Jeffrey Dahmer, like a serial Mm. killer, some or some (laughs) abusive person. Like this guy beats the crap out of me and he drinks and he smokes and he cheats. Like that's the kind of narcissism I had grown up thinking that's what that is. Mm. Until I learned that there's two forms. There's overt narcissism and covert narcissism. Mm -hmm. Overt narcissists are those guys that we've been grown up, at least us women, have been grown up to notice. Stay away from the abusers, the drinkers, Mm -hmm. the cheaters. What they don't tell you is the covert narcissist, the one that doesn't do really a lot of those things, but they're the pastor of your church, or they're like the neighborhood great guy, or they're the best teacher in the school, but they don't beat anyone. They don't drink, but behind the scenes, they're screaming in your face. They're telling mm-hmm. you that you're, they're breaking you down mentally, psychologically, and emotionally, but they never touch you. Because then you see a lot of these relationships where a lot of women are kind of like, I would have rather he beat me than spent <laughs> 10 years hearing what I've heard or being right. broken down or being Sometimes told Sometimes mental, mentally breaking someone right. down is worse than physically yeah, breaking them down. Right. Even broke, you done yeah. broke their spirit. Now mm-hmm. they think yeah. they're trash there's shit there's no no one they tell you things like no one else wants you okay i've never mm-hmm. done all of that yeah the first set of stuff the old me you know i can you out here beating people up don no 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 not to beat people <laughs> the drinking the cheating the you know the mental that's the old me no i never women never nothing not in my repertoire but 
Okay. But, but ahead, women, really, typically, uh, there are more being, women. I'm not. There, there are more women who are covert narcissism. That's why well, we don't necessarily relate them to narcissism mm -hmm. because covert narcissism is still something that people are learning mm. to put in their mm -hmm. vocabulary. So when we think of narcissism, we think men because of what we've been groomed to see as narcissism. Whereas mm -hmm. that's where I started my whole education about narcissism was my mom because I was like, well, she actually never beat me. She never drank. Like she never smoked or did any of these things. She didn't punch holes in the wall, but she was constantly talking about my weight when I was a teenager. She was constantly chastising my friends mm -hmm. and my boyfriends and my interests and the things that I enjoyed. Like I'm a white girl. All right. I love fallout boy. I love Nickelback. I love all the weird emo things from the nineties. Why do, well, are you trying to tell me I'm I mean white? Are you trying to tell yeah, me I like emo? But I mean, I like them too, and so I felt some type of way when you said all that, and I just didn't understand. I just didn't want to assume everyone in the room was like, yes, you know, because I'm like, I'm very aware. All right. But like, constantly hearing my mom say things like, why are you listening to me? This is stupid. Why do you like this? Why are you interested in Tim Burton? Or just like the things that was becoming me was getting ripped apart from me at such a young age that when I did hit adulthood and I went into the Marine Corps straight out of boot camp, I mean, sorry, straight out of graduation. So I went into a place where I already don't know who I am because everything I do mm. like has been told there's something wrong with it. Mm -hmm. Now I need to jump into a men's world. So I've been groomed to be a people pleaser. I've been groomed to be submissive. I've been groomed to be this little like princess who needs to be saved because don't speak up. You know, you, it's not your place. So mm. to then jump into a man's world, it's like, I had to, I've had to do so much adapting since I left high school and unparent my parents' shitty parenting so I could reparent myself so I could parent my children without right. bringing on any more generational curses and abuse. Ooh, this is true. Everything that you just said is like all of, like, if you, if you look at all of those shows, like movies, the Cinderella's, the, all of the, wicked stepmothers they're all not yes that's exactly what they do and mm. and they're all women they're they covert because they're they're <laughs> acting to everyone else they're like no i treat her so well she's such a good this that and the third and behind she's like clean up you do this there's there's nothing good about you no one wants you this right. that and the third so maybe yeah. maybe it would be safer to say that that is even because really these narcissistic men are coming from mothers that are potentially narcissistic themselves maybe it's just they yeah. haven't been diagnosed like there's no diagnosis no, for that. no what it is is they're covert like she said yeah. they're covert yeah. so no one knows mm -hmm. no one knows that they're narcissists because right. they're and not out here beating killing cheating right the men are kind of like y'all don't I had a friend and he you, said something. He said, show it to you. I'm gonna let you know that I'm better than you. And I'm gonna let everyone around me know that I'm better than them. Right. And it's like a generational and societal thing too, because mm. men are typically overt because the men before them were beaten by the generations before them who were a mm -hmm. part of the revolution, like the industrial revolution. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So there's no chance for mental health back in like the 80s and before if you say you're going to a therapist what's wrong with you something wrong are you weak are you a girl are you wimp other words mm -hmm. that I, I you know i don't want to say here but it's like 
you know, men are chastised. Girl, you can say any as many of... words as you like. <laughs> yeah, that's this, is, this, is our, this is our network. This is our well, network. And, and, it's like the whole, like, don't be a puss. Like, don't be a pussy. What are you crying for? What is it going to do to help? So anytime men are sho- they're showing any kind of feministic vulnerability in, like, expressing Ooh, themselves. Big word. You're, you're acting they're like considered, a Then they're like, are you gay? Yeah. Are you gay? You know, men are taught already that women are objects, but if you act like them, you're a pussy. So Ooh. don't be like a woman. Just want women. And then women are told. Don't be like a man because you're supposed to be feministic. So it's this like weird ebb and flow of two generations, not two generations, but two genders that have been funneled down from this like industrial revolution um, over the last like hundred years. And we're all trying to figure it out now, but you've got like, like my dad's dad beat the shit out of him. My dad Mm. didn't necessarily beat the shit out of us as much, but then trying to impress his father to still prove that he has worth he jumped into religion and then used god and religion to tell me well if you do anything wrong if you wear nails if you wear makeup if you wear dresses you're going to hell so manipulation was, and control i was right. used said, Dad, manipulation and control psychologically do you exactly. eat shrimp because all of that is things that you're not supposed to do this in the bible you're not supposed to have shrimp you ain't supposed to have grapes mm-hmm. Yeah, people well, pick I'm, and I'm choose. Because I love shrimp and grapes. Yeah, you know the, the the one thing I do relate with is what she said about um us men being told by our fathers or uncles or mm-hmm. brother how you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And then when we get to this age, we're trying to tell our children who they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the difference. The difference I find in that is that, you know, this society nowadays, kids don't listen. So it's, it's like they already come out with their own mind and this is who they want to be. They come and, out the coochie now and they know exactly who they are and what they want to be. Yeah. I'm like, you don't even know how to count. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not more or less where we had that type of I want to call it respect that for our elders that we just wanted to emulate them more. Now they want to emulate. So, yeah, so you at had, our age. Are you saying, okay, so give me, I just want to make this clear. You said that, you know, you used to cheat in the past and all this stuff. So, yeah. so your elders that you watched and you like wanted to emulate were cheaters, right? Is it safe yeah. to say yeah. that? Yeah. Absolutely they were. I mean, before counseling, I didn't, Rainbow. once again, before counseling, I had to learn be learn everything mm. that I was taught. So awesome. it's safe to say that your environment really shapes who you are. And I think what people like to say is what you, what I do don't affect you, right? Mm-hmm. But then that's a lie because it's parents. Parents always say, "Do as I say, yeah, not as not I as do." I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, always. Don't My do dad, what I'm doing. Don't worry be about what I'm me. doing. Just do what I told you to do. Right. Yeah. Um. <laughs> But, not you know, realizing, you know, eventually the kids going to do what you do. Sponges, they pick up on everything. And no yeah. matter what you do, no matter what you say, even if you try to tell them, no, this isn't right. I, but I saw you do it. So how right. is it okay for you to do it? And it ain't okay for me to do it. Right. right. Not you want to tell me this is wrong, but you out here doing it. But see, this is this is like, one, once again, this is where you feel like I'm the parent 
you're supposed to do I'm what I'm grown. telling you to do. No, what it feels is that I'm grown, you're not. And yeah. You should do what I tell you to do because I know better. But the yeah. whole thing is, is parents have to realize that their kids have to make their own mistakes. Right. So, uh, you can so tell my thing is, are we passing? You can tell are we passing on the narcissism trait amongst you, each other? You, what I'm trying to say yeah. is, you can tell somebody something a million times until they experience it themselves. They're not even going. They're not even going to understand what you're saying. Because mm. you can I, tell me, oh, don't touch that; it's hot. I don't know what the hell hot is. How do I? That's know part what the of hell common sense, though. Until, you do it yourself, until, you will understand. Until I touch you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, if I, I touch you, I burn myself. Also, oh shit, I ain't gonna do that again. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I, I understand. <laughs> but if I didn't do it in the first place, I'd be like, I don't even know what the hell you're talking about. So, so my point is making that you know, could narcissism be a generational curse? Yeah, I would say so. But it can be unlearned. It can it's be pretty much so. like it's it's a taught it's a taught trait. It's not just something that you automatically. It's taught. Just like she racism, said it can be unlearned. Isms are taught. <laughs> Anything with an ism can be taught. But what I'm saying, what I think that we're not, we're not. Like you read through that list again. Read that list as you said for just for women. Just read it. And if we're really honest with the way society is set up, even just the social media aspect of life, how many kids? Yeah. Do Oh, that really is like that. Like automatically. They're, they're highly concerned about their look. Because that's very what society true. tells them. Yeah. Yes. Look at IG. Look at IG. Right. Like, <laughs> okay, go ahead. As a wait, as a black, as a black woman, how many times were we told talk from you? You're not you're not pretty. That natural hair ain't it. You need to have straight hair. You need your skin needs to, your skin needs to be lightened. This, that, and the third. So so a lot of people, their appearance is important to them because that's what society tells them. Right. And like that I said, so that's, true, mother taught, too. that's something that's taught to them. They don't come out the womb saying, oh, well, you know, I got to be pretty. No one knows what pretty and ugly is when you're, when you're young. Yeah. Everybody looks the same mm. to you. Well, you know what? Hold on. They oh. did a study with kids in like kindergarten or pre-K and even kids then knew that the black doll was not considered as pretty. Well, why? That's a whole different it's subject. Not, I think your home, though, your home right. environment, yeah. right? That's what I'm saying. So, Someone taught them that at home. Yeah. Like they was like, oh, Watching well, TV, this is, all the or cartoons. TV, yeah. right. TikTok, so, YouTube, all of that. So what I'm saying is that society as a whole, everybody got narcissistic traits. We all do because technically the way how we have been raised or implemented or just even social media has been put in because now we got social media, which makes it 10 times worse, right? Mm-hmm. It amplifies mm-hmm. it. Absolutely. It amplifies like it this. and even it, it makes it makes other people aware of your narcissistic behaviors because now everyone can see it. Whereas right. before there wasn't, there yeah. weren't, you couldn't tape anything. There was nothing you could put up, nothing. You, no one knew you was a narcissist because no one, no one knew you. Yeah. Now everybody knows you. Everyone so knows it stems you. from, there's some kind of trauma that happens, right? Like there's some kind of psychological trauma that we have all endured, right? If we were honest, like Casey on, on, doesn't matter color lines, Casey, you know, your mom, did what she did and you didn't realize that she was a narcissist. I'm sure that everybody's had like this crazy person in our lives that's been narcissistic towards us, right? We used to have some kind of trauma. 
And I mean, I, it, 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 in, in my aspect, it it seems like it was always outsiders. There was never anyone in my home because everyone okay. in my home was always. I don't like. I just told you, I'm obsessed with my mama. Mm-hmm. She always told me I was beautiful. You are the cutest thing ever, even though she was lying to See, me. See, and that's a narcissistic, but, a narcissistic uh, trait right there. But okay, how are concerned about your look? Go ahead. Wait a minute, Rainbow. That. What is happening? <laughs> but you know, I don't think that. I don't think. Oh, I don't care what you think. You can keep it to yourself. You cute. No, I'm no, I'm girl. I, 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 concerned about looks okay. here. You know, I just, I just I'm just saying, I'm not, I'm just saying that she didn't think she was pretty. I'm gonna say, no, no, girl. Good. I know I'm cute, but what I'm trying to say is, my see, see, look, look, more narcissism. Right. My She's appearance scary. isn't the most important thing to me. Oh, okay, me neither. Your appearance is, is the most important thing to you, right? Like, God didn't give me much, but He gave me a banging ass personality. Oh, they may not have given me much, but that I can. Yeah, he gave me. John, shut your mouth. <laughs> I, listen, I'm just I'm just going by what you're saying. <laughs> so the second one was they don't take no for an answer, which clearly, <laughs> clear, clearly, no woman likes to hear the know. words no. <laughs> Look, you are from home. If it's, if you're talking about family members and your man. What are you telling me no for? But if you talking about outsiders, I can give two shits. But if if I asked you for something and you my man, you better no. give it to me. You're damn right. You should you're be able to right. listen. You because should be you able to take no and it. and be okay with it. Be okay. It's okay. It's okay to hear no. It de- it depends on what the we have to hear no all the time. So listen, we, were, whenever, we hear no all the time. See, every hear, little thing, no. No, it depends on no. what you tell me no to. Like I said, it depends on the person. It depends on the situation. Outsiders, you tell me no, I, I'm fine with that. I don't. I could care two shits. But if my mama tell me no, if I ask her to do something for me, she tell me no. I'm be like, how dare you, mommy? How you become you narcissistic. Me no? yeah, I mean, or narcissism. Well, okay, all right. Like, You've proven points here, mother. but go ahead. Go ahead. You've proven more points here. I think, you know, I'm, I'm going to send you to the therapist in a minute. I, I can feel it coming. No. They can flirt with anyone. No, hell no. Can I flirt with anybody? No, I can't. Yes, yeah, don't lie. Don't lie. Don't don't cap. No capping today. That's perception, today. though. That's perception. Wait, I feel like first I don't of all, like I'm nice. You don't think you could? People, people I don't think. think I, I don't think. Go ahead, Rainbow. People think. First of all, doesn't mean it doesn't mean I'm flirting, but people tend to take you being nice to them as perception. Flirting. That's what I'm saying. Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you can't tell me that I'm out here flirting with you because I'm being nice to you. Yeah. I'm you just to be me? To no, no. It's, it's a way you. It's a way you go about. Nah, I'm just. We've had this conversation before. I don't it's a way you go about flirting. It's it's a way you go many, about flirting. There's been if many times if you're saying, if you're saying, hi, how are you doing? And you you bat your eyes a little bit. That's flirting. If it's, or she's blinking. It's, it's a, right. No, no, she ain't blinking. She ain't blinking. You know when I hey, how you doing? I'm having on lashes. And <laughs> so I'll be like this. A lot. I'm not looking at the floor. And they think you're crazy. <laughs> like, you know, I'm just blinking. So it's, it's, I'm but it's just your mannerisms. Mannerisms can be considered flirting. Some mannerisms can be considered flirting. Maybe we actually had a show about this. That's why I said we talked about this. I think that might be me. 
but see yeah. i think there's i think there's a healthy dose yeah. of narcissism mm -hmm. it's just the problem mm -hmm. is is when we do whether it's male or female mm -hmm. when we mm -hmm. do have that healthy dose of narcissism it's the word isn't changed from narcissism to confidence to self-awareness mm. yeah. like mm. girl okay. if Okay, girl, you got the good clap. You don't give her a bomb yet tonight. She does. But see, like, if a woman has confidence, if she knows she's beautiful, someone could tell her, like, like me, I have a stress pimple because we've had an effed up week. If someone was to come up to me and be like, oh my God, like my kids, what's on your face? I'll be like, it's a damn pimple. And I didn't tell them something else. They are horrible. But like if a woman is bothered by, you know, the ignorant comments about her body, whether she's overweight, I got a mom bod, okay, and I've done nothing about it. I don't look like an Instagram model. But because I have the confidence to know that I that I, I'm okay with the way I look. Like mm -hmm. if a woman has a good job, if she chooses to have a career over having a mm -hmm. husband and children, well, she's a bitch. She's narcissistic. Mm -hmm. She's full of mm -hmm. herself. And same with a man like Andrew Tate. We can go on that forever, but He's got the job. He's got the money. He's got the women. But it's the way he delivers things that we call him a it's narcissist. Your it's not what you say. It's how you, it's how you say it. It's like you effed up. When you're so, like Andrew Tate, when you're so confident in what you've done to work for your money, now I don't approve of him. I don't like him. I don't like what he has to say about women. But he's earned his place. He's done the work. He's made the money. And when he talks about women, it's about the women that want his money, not necessarily like a homely ass, like stay at home mom like me. So it's like, I can't, I try not to be offended by what he has to say, but we call him a narcissist instead of calling but him that's, a confident man. I don't know who Andrew is. I'm like, Andrew I'm Tate, doing look, it. Look, he's, look him up on YouTube. You, is you he like Samuels, but a different, what? what? See, I know, I was waiting for it. I was waiting, I was waiting for it. He is, he might be worse. Really? And it's mm. like, I'm not trying to attack him. It's just what I am trying to prove oh, is that wow. because as a man, he has the money. You see, you he has the oh, wow. car. He has I do the house. Oh, wow. We call him a oh, narcissist. Wow. <laughs> Whereas if he was just some regular old dude and didn't have social media, we would say, man, that dude's got a lot of confidence. Actually, actually they, call him, they call him misogynistic. They don't even call he him a misogynistic. Yeah. Oh, my. But it's just like, Most there's a healthy don't even do it. <laughs> I got an old boy. Oh god! Like I, I teach both my kids. Like that that little little worms from hold on, hold on. Let me see somewhere on the list that that. I'm mad. You said he looked like one of the little worms from Ursula. Shut up. Hey, you know what? Take the head off. I'm looking at his body. His body looks really amazing. I'm like, oh my god. He, something. He is. He is. He's he's not a bad looking guy, but when as soon as he opens his mouth and starts talking, you like down the drain. You're like, like just shut up. Really, just so you just mess everything up because yeah. you you're talking about it's, the, good, and it's like he generalizes everything. He's like women, women, yeah, women, and then he makes it seem like all women are like this, and that's because mm -hmm. those are the women that you attract mm -hmm. and that you entertain. Mm -hmm. Those exactly. are the ones that you entertain so you mm -hmm. can have something to say. You're not yeah. looking for, like like he said, you're not looking for a homely woman. You're yeah. looking for a bad bitch. So if you're looking for yeah. a bad bitch, yeah. you have to take what a bad bitch is going to give you. And right. a bad bitch mm -hmm. is out. That out, is so out. not true, but go ahead. What? How do you feel about that then, Don? Okay, I want to be I, I'm not, I just, I just feel like, no, you don't have no, to No, what take. I'm trying to say is what they consider bad bitches. Cause let me tell you something. When yeah. I get dressed up, I'm a bad bitch. 
Mm. <laughs> I don't act like a bad bitch. When mm. I say bad bitch, I mean those. I'm talking about those women who are only after them. They're only out there. What their their main goal is? Oh, I look good, so I'm right. gonna pull me a man. She wants the bag. Lots of money. He's she gotta wants- have a bag. If he doesn't have a bag, so that would be considered a gold digger. Huh? Yes, that be considered a gold digger? Yeah. Whatever he attracts. Those are the type of women that, that, those are the type of women that he wants, actually. Because mm. he's saying, oh, well, I don't want this, I don't want this. But those are the type of women you are actually looking for. Mm. He must have listened to Kevin Samuels then, is what I'm assuming. Was he, he out? actually been out for a long time, just like he was out. Okay. They've both been out for a long time. Oh, before Kevin Samuels passed. Yeah. Okay. Is he even mm. white? What does he? What's he look? I mean, he don't look black. Is he, he looks like he light skin. He looks like he got a mixture of a few different things. He looks things. like he might be a mix. He might be. I don't know. And now y'all calling him a mutt. Okay. I see his that, ears. One of the Wait. best looking mutts. That's what you want to call him. I would never call a person because the whole a mutt. thing is I don't know what he's mixed with, so I can't. I can't call him Milano because that would be black and white. But Somebody I don't. I don't know beautiful. if that's what he is. He could be. Spanish black. The man is killing me over here. I'm sorry. Are you looking at him too? Because I'm trying to figure it out. I'm like, oh my god. To like wrap it all into narcissism, though, there that's the society's narcissism too. Because taking someone like Andrew Tate, that kind of information, that kind of who he is, is being projected into our teenage boys right now. Exactly. Man, you want the money, the cars, and the bitches. No, 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 not all of us. But go ahead. No, she's saying that's what they're saying. That's what he's saying to society. I I get what she's saying. That's what he's teaching. And but to women also, like we're we're being we're in the '90s. We were projected the Disney princess. This is what you want. You want to be saved. You want to be beautiful. Mm -hmm. Hell, you want to be white. We just recently got our black. You know, like the Ariel. So it's like you're when you're growing up, you're being told that white, blonde hair, blue eyes, skinny, big tits, big ass. If you don't look like that, men won't like you. Oh no no no! You didn't have to have a big ass. You just no. Nope, they didn't titties. want no butt. Yeah, they didn't have no booty. They didn't want asses. They threw that just, in I just wanted thighs. thighs. I'm sorry. I've always you wanted thighs. I didn't want anything else. But go ahead. But you it's just that, that like Barbie us. effect. Like that's yeah. we're told Pamela the Barbie Anderson. effect is what's mm. beautiful. Pam Anderson or like my husband, Wendy Williams. Right. No, what, not she said. No, like, what, what was wait? Like, wait a minute. Wait. Pamela Anderson. What was the other one? What was the one who died? Uh, um, that was married to the old man. Um, um Cindy, 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 Cindy. No, it was her name wasn't Cindy. Anna Nicole. It was Cindy. Nicole. Oh. Oh no, no, no. I wasn't trying. Well, and like was, my husband was born in the 80s, so he was raised with like Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone. So it's like society does project part of like yeah. image into oh you God. of like, this is what I'm interested in, this is what I need to look for, or this is what I need to be. So now you've got people like Andrew Tate <sighs> on TikTok, and that kind of information is get, getting flooded that way. But then no you've what? also got, to be fair, you've got the far less feminists who are like, don't let men hold doors open for you. Don't let them pay their bill. Don't let them open your car door because you can't. You, uh, you I want all of that. You I want it all. I want you to hold it. my door. I want you to pay my bills. I want you to what was the last one? Open the car door. I'm over. I, need you. I want I all of that. Shout out the relaxation hour. 
They was talking about chivalry this week. I need, um, right, I need you to walk on the outside when we on it when we on the sidewalk. I need you to walk on the outside. I'm, I'm, I'm on mm-hmm. the inside. Yeah. I, what you else? See, do I, I need. I need to. I need you to be chivalrous. Yes, I need that. And yes, and I, I and I, I do too. I think like society is like feminist. You can call feminism narcissistic. The far ones. Then you can also call it like the women who are not. They're growing out of the 1950s women. You don't mm-hmm. need to be saved. It's that balance. Yeah. The same with toxic masculinity is narcissistic. But do you feel that that's a problem? Because I think I, that's a problem. I could do it myself. I, I would appreciate if you did it for me. <laughs> I feel like that's one of my biggest problems with women right now. I would like to. What's the problem, Don? The the overness of being trying to be independent. I think we we had to be independent because so men are competing on the roads anyway. Like she's saying about the extreme feminism. Oh, okay. I don't know what that looks like. No, no, no. The whole thing is I want to be independent, but I also want to be... As as my other as my co-host on my other show, she's like I'm an independent dependent. She's mm-hmm. like I don't want to do. I I want to have yes, I want to work for my own money. But yes, I want you to pay the bills. I don't have a problem with that. Yes, I I need you to I need you to do man. I need you. That's it. That's all I need you to do. I See, need but that's you. The, I need when you. you when you're overly, you don't you 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 tend to keep saying women tend to keep saying they don't need us. I've never said and I don't want it. Is, they say that, but they really want it. You have to make But this is also the reason why y'all call us call us bitches. Is No, but once you get to a certain level of comfort, the wall comes down and women are really submissive. If you make a woman yes. comfortable to a certain extent, it's impossible for her not to be submissive. If you protect and do everything you're supposed to do, it's almost impossible not to let me not you don't for me to, right. let, to let go. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I, I That's very dependent. I don't want to be That's strong. Shaky. I want to be strong. Get to know somebody. You take control. Don't lie. Yeah. Don't cheat. Yeah. And give me something to eat every now and then and pay what these people. Don't lie. What? No, cheat. I don't need something to eat every eat. now and then because I may I'm I am skinny, but I like to eat. So I need to eat very often. So please feed me often. <laughs> well, I was saying he can cook. Can he not cook? Like some people can cook. My man, Ooh, he's, nah. a, he's a good cook. Uh, that's what mm. I said. See, that's the thing. Men, men, men have stepped to me. Men have stepped up. Yeah. To 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 try to be better. No, no, we know what we was before. You because you say men have Wait. stepped up and then Where women have stepped down. He's trying to say that men want to be committed and women don't. It's a balance. There are men out here who don't want to be committed either. That is and then so not women true don't want to be committed. Some people just don't want to be in a relationship because they'd rather be by themselves than to deal with a shitty ass person. Hello. But, but if they find hmm. someone suitable for them, because they like they say there's someone for everyone. If you find the person who's suitable for you, there's no person that literally wants to be alone. Right. No, That's facts. So You're right. Well, let me tell you something. The women who are out here saying that they want they don't want a man is because the men that they have had in the past was mm-hmm. shit. And they think that they're not going to find their match. If they find their match, that woman will change her fucking tools. Okay. I so disagree, but go ahead. It's the y'all, keep, y'all keep saying that, and I love, I love how y'all all what say that. What kind of women oh, are sounds, you talking about then? You it have sounds to, you very have to uh, poetic. A type of woman then, but, that's no, no, it's, it's actually just watching women. 
Majority of the time, that's all I do is watch. And I intake, you know, more and more knowledge so that when I talk, I'm, I'm good at it. But, I, but so, that's because that woman has not found the man who's for her. Yeah. I think well, most, women, say, most women say, I don't need a man. I can do for myself. I think what he's saying is like the modern woman, you know, which has been talked about in the manosphere, she does she's like a nigga like i'm sorry excuse me but she is a man like in real life like i've seen him too I ain't gonna lie, because i was like oh that's she played the game better than he did and so a lot of these men are getting damaged because <laughs> yeah, these modern right. women out here are why, why do you think she's like that oh no they, they make it that way like you yeah. now see men have to take responsibility for the years mm-hmm. of crap that mm-hmm. good women have to take to create this new woman that you can't handle. If I could you ask, know what it is? It's because yeah. a man's a man's ego is easily easily broken, easily bruised. Women, what? we have taken so much. That depends on the man. The state that depends on the man, because a lot of us men are very confident. It's not you about know. being confident. No. It's not about being confident. But if if a woman cheats on you, oh y'all gone. Oh, she gotta go. See, wait a minute, but Brian, then you just you later. Like I had to do. I think it's just said he told us that if he used to be a cheater, this is a choice. But this is a choice. when he cheated, did he expect his woman to get back with him? She he did because he he are is she still with you? No, he um, ain't cheating on, cheatin on his wife. Okay, good. No, no, yeah, All that's, other women that's different, different back levels. in the day. Y'all was cheating yeah, on yeah. him, and he was like, If you leave me, what you gonna do? What, what, what you gonna do? That was the narcissism. Yeah, see, did you that say was that? all the narcissism talking? Yeah, did he actually say that to people? Yeah, yeah if you want to go, I, I would tell a woman, I would simply, if you want to go, go, <laughs> doors open. I'm ten you're never gonna find a dude like me, so I'm not worried about it. He had no feelings, no cares in the world. But that's because Don was traumatized wow. when he was younger, so he ain't know nobody. I wasn't traumatized when I was younger. Yeah, a you woman were. cheated on me, and that wait, woman, whoa, 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 that woman, you just what other she women said. had to pay for that. You just proved what she said. She said the man's ego is fragile. You got cheated on years ago, and then you decided to ruin everybody else after that. Yep. Fragile ego. Did, did no, it wasn't. It? It, hold on, the ego wasn't fragile. It's just that I I, I said to myself, I would never let it happen again. And once I said that, wasn't fragile. I wasn't destroyed. Yeah, you were destroyed. I was just hurt. I was was briefly hurt for a moment. Good Lord. Still in denial. You're in denial. But if I had a brother. Yes. I think so. She is on there. Why did you get him? Like, wait a minute. I had mentioned earlier something that is only recently really being like talked about is feminine and masculine energy. So mm-hmm. when you ask a man, what do you think masculine energy is? They're most likely going to come at you with like some kind of like Arnold Schwarzenegger you know, I'm the guy that'll go into battle for you. I'll fight for you. I'll provide for you. Mm-hmm. And feminine energy is I'm submissive. I'll cook. I'll clean. I'll raise our children. You know, I'll mm-hmm. be by your side. Where in the 1950s, that oh wow, that could be a whole thing. But we could get into the fact that yes, marriages lasted longer. 
mainly because women didn't have much of a choice, but still. Right. The difference between masculine and feminine energy, like me and my husband, and we've talked about this plenty, and I know he's listening, but we've struggled in that because he has had a hard time realizing that your provision does not mean that you deserve me to stay here. Mm-hmm. That's all you're doing mm-hmm. is providing. Whereas on his side, it's like, I'm providing, I'm paying the bills, I'm paying for your food, I'm paying for the gas, for the kids. We had a very hard time meeting in the middle, understanding that's each other. That's not love. It's not, but I wasn't appreciative I mean, of what she was doing. For some men, that is how they prove, that's how they right. show their love. That is the only way some men know how right. to show their love because they don't know how to express their emotions. And that's because so they figure, his... if I'm providing for you, I'm doing this for you, I'm doing that act right. of service. That's what it is. They yes, so you that's love not that. my love language, sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's also the only way that the man in his life showed his yeah. father, showed mm-hmm. his mother's love, is that his mm-hmm. father started a business, a plumbing business, and provided. He was a shit father and human being, but he provided. Wait. So even if he was beating my husband, even if he was abusing my husband and not showing up and then not paying his mother because they had baby mama drama, it didn't matter because at the end of the day, daddy showed that he had money to take care of things, regardless of his cheating and his drinking mm-hmm. and other things. So with him, it was hard for me to get him to understand, like, I have now, uh, well, over the last few years, I have consumed and adapted a more masculine energy because mm-hmm. I'm leading this house. You're never here. You're always working. You're providing. I'm leading the kids. I raise the kids. I teach them what they need to know. I get them where they got to go. I teach them about social structures and narcissism and manipulation and gaslighting. My kids, my seven-year-old daughter, eight-year-old daughter, knows everything we're talking about right now because I've already been instilling it in her for years. And it's like, I've had to take on that masculine role of being mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Okay, dad. but hold on, hold on, hold on. One second. He's like, hold okay. on. Wait, wait. <laughs> oh, I'm just yeah, yes, you, you. Okay. Wait, let her, finish, okay. let her finish her last thing and then you go can yeah, just, just to wrap that up in, with its bow is that, yes, he's providing. And I will admit here in public that I didn't appreciate it enough because what I needed was to be asked, I know you just spent two days with our two little vagina fruits and they've been touching you and screaming at you and fighting with each other. I love it. You're going nuts. You have no friends. Like I didn't have any friends or family mm-hmm. or community. So it would be weeks of me in this house with two kids and no social stimulation Mm. so when you come home and you're the only adult i get to interact with i want to be asked how are you Mm -hmm. i want to be told you know what i got the kids i'm going to put them down i'm going to do the dishes and then i'm going to come in there and rub your feet we'll talk about the day because Mm. i when he gets home i would do the dishes before he got home like I was doing all of these things to cultivate an environment so that hopefully if your day wasn't too hard and those kids are melatonin the fuck out, I'm going to get mine tonight. You just rev on me or something. Like, like I'm serious. Hold up, hold up, hold up. I got to say that. I set up an environment so that if he is available, I'm available. But after doing that enough of being like, I'm doing this for you, I'm doing this for you, I'm doing this for you. To him come home and not be like, hey, I know you've been in the house all day with the kids or all week with the kids. Let's go out. I already planned it. Like that's the feminine. I would be more in my feminine energy if he took on that masculine energy. Absolutely. I have planned the trip. I have planned the lunch. Let's get out. 
like I'm gonna do this. Like that's that whole shift of like that's all we be asking for. Baby, baby, baby. But hold on, but y'all don't realize. Hold on, y'all don't realize we're we're providing. One, and, and I say this for all of us men. If he ain't working and taking care of them bills, who else you think gonna do it? If you at home handling the what did you call them? Vagina fruit? Yeah, dumb. But that's the thing. I'm taking care of that. People don't understand when we out in this world, like, honestly, when us men are out in this world and we're working and working and working, when we come home, yes, we're dead tired. And then you, you, you home, you're, you're, you're not, I'm not saying you're not dead tired. You just took care of a whole damn house. No, no. But when we come home, you want us to take that five minutes of what we just dealt with in the world and say, babe, you can relax for 10 minutes from dealing with just some kids with me having to deal with 30,000 different just, crazy people. You know, you said just the kids. Right, you said just, oh. everybody heard the word just. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I, come on, I'm a father of two sets of twins. Right, exactly, and so you know. This morning was goddamn war. This morning, hold up, time out, time out. This morning was goddamn war this morning. I had to take both sets of twins to school and, you know, moms had to do it. Her mother had to, you know, they had to, Joy had to do what she had to do. So I understand. I get it. It's a do lot of really? work. You do said, you yeah, really? I do get it. I get it. But that's why I was just amazed. Why he I get it. But at the same token, I just dealt with, on a regular, everyday basis, I deal with 30,000 different crazy people. 30,000. You dealt with four kids or four, just for one day. And I know the kids, you know, depending you on know the age group. You know one of your kids is a, is a hot Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm just saying in general, you know, <laughs> you got to understand. See, y'all got me using hand language right now. That's how. I haven't used hand language in a minute. Hold on, let me put my hands down. One of them alone, he is a hand fucking fool. Yes, I admit this. I admit this. I'm, and he was the one that was giving me hell this morning. I bet he was, because he's always the one. But at the end of the day... I do see where you're coming from, because what I see now is not something I saw in the moment. I look back now and realize, like, my husband and... My husband has been a plumber for pretty much the last few years, but in the pandemic, we were running a business together Mm. and he was the only technician. So, and before that he was doing, he was a truck driver working 14 to 16 hours. Before Mm. that he was a long haul truck driver. So he's gone for six weeks, home for three days. And that's where I'm willing to admit I was in my narcissistic Self, because I didn't even I didn't even recognize narcissism till 2019, which is after the fact of all the times that I really was living in my narcissistic era, unwillingly or not unknowingly. Because you were manipulating the situation by creating an environment. And I was very self-centered. I was only thinking about myself because I was so overwhelmed with kids and not having my family around, not having friends around. She was sexually frustrated. Yes, sexually frustrated, like you name it. Um, we get sexually frustrated too. So don't don't, don't because when the kids have to pop in and lay in the bed with us in the middle of the night, shit, I'm sexually frustrated too. So I get it. But you know, no, he'll just be like, nah, whatever. If he tells me no, like I will cut you. 
Don't fucking know. Are you serious? <laughs> like, that's not he would be spending hours. Listen. That's the perfect example. He would be spending like hours. It's not a competition. No, it's not a competition. Like, but I, I just need exactly. women to understand. Men, we the, the work situation is real sometimes when y'all are home and we get it. It was real for him. Like, I never gave him that credit. And I, I get again i can say this looking back now yeah looking back now i wish i had been in the ability to understand what i was going through but moving forward now it helps our relationship now because he would right. spend hours under a house in a crawl space hours near a toilet that smelled like rancid chicken shit mm-hmm. like he would be doing a lot to provide for us mm-hmm. but as soon as he got home i was just like okay thanks you've been out of the house but you've been out of the house all day but you got to talk to people yeah. But you got to see something. And mm-hmm. I needed too much. She needed a friend. I needed yeah, yeah I needed anything to like be able to like rebound off other than the kids. Yeah, other than the kids. Right. Ladies, yeah. it's it's, it's getting late and I know everybody got something to do. Right. So I just want to say one thank y'all. I appreciate y'all. I'm, but we you know we close out we close out differently here. But I just wanna say, you know, I commend all three of you. Um, also, I need everybody to go hit up this GoFundMe yes. for Samantha. We, we definitely need to get her nephew where he belongs, and that's with her and her family, my, in my opinion. Thanks. You with know her, what I'm saying? With, look, with her and his seven siblings, pretty yeah, much. Fact. That's crazy. It is. Yeah, that that, and, and I'm an advocate sometimes of, you know, fathers having their kids, but in this type of situation, Bro, he wasn't he there from the beginning. He doesn't. He doesn't. He you doesn't don't, deserve to have. Yeah, a child. you don't he just walk in and. Want the child. Yeah. Yes, so I'm. Exactly. I'm definitely against this situation. I um, appreciate it. So I always ask everybody how they want to go out. You know, just throw us a little gem. Samantha, how do you want to go out tonight? Um, guns blazing. No, I'm just playing. Um, <laughs> baby. Yes. No, um, just just please keep in mind that uh, my whole family went through a traumatic ordeal and some of us are healed. Some people are still going through the waves. And then all of a sudden we got hit with this torpedo out of nowhere. And mm. it's been horrible for the past two years. So if y'all could um, just please hit up that GoFund. I don't care if it's a dollar. If it's a dollar, if it's 50 cents, I don't care what you in I would appreciate it I think they felt like as long as they cut everybody on my side of the family out they can play house and they can put anybody in that mother role and my sister needs all of her props for her part of the DNA that she put into that child so amen that's all I'm Look, saying if, if 10,000 people give you a dollar that's $10,000 boom boom and y'all get that lawyer um, TK if you still want to check in I sent you the info Make sure y'all, y'all two get up with each other, please. Um, KC, how you want to go out? Uh, first of all, just thank you so much for inviting me on. I, I really enjoyed listening to mom and dad battle the whole time. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> Say mom and dad. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> but um, if, you know, if anyone out there is interested, we, my husband and I do have our own podcast called Modern Middle Class Marriage, where you kind of get to hear... The perspective of two people who have done a lot of growing in the last 10 years of our marriage and then I have my podcast where I kind of just take on the mom side of frustrations of everything called the crotch goblin caregiver 
you can listen to those both on any platforms. But just thank you so much for having me here tonight. Definitely. And um, just by the way, I just all want to let y'all know, once y'all here, y'all become family. So don't think this is a one-time thing. We might have to hit y'all up, yo, that doing anything. Come, come chill with family. I would love to talk to anyone who's over seven. So. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, Don. Oh, Jamie. Jamie. You have to say eight now. Your daughter's eight, you say. Oh, she's eight now. Fuck. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> we family for real. You hear my <laughs> I'm a terrible father. Like no, 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 you're not. I do it all the time. Yeah. Don't 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 let me be in a doctor's office. It gets real real. Seven many times, and she's like eight. My daughter's eight. Like I'm like she's not even eight. She's like thirty six <laughs> with like six divorces under her belt. And some days I'm just like, what hurt you? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, Jamie, how you want to go out? Um, I'm gonna say thank you too. I enjoyed this. Um, and I I didn't have any narcissistic stories. Sorry. Um. But I did have narcissistic advice because I've been around those people. But I do want to say, um, you know, my business is Jay's Butter. That is J-A-I-S-B-U-T-T-E-R. If you're interested in some great products, hit me up. If not, that's fine. Just go look and share it anyways because somebody else might be. You feel me? Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> right. But, uh, you're not working. Right. Thank you. Uh, I think that if we do, I do want to say this, if we take the time to evaluate ourselves, everybody becomes better in the long run and be who you say you are. Don't just say it. Actually, be. live it. you feel Don't me? Don't just say so, it, be it. Don't just it. talk about it, be about it. Love it. That's it. Rainbow, how you want to go out? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I just want to thank these three lovely ladies for being here tonight this was this was absolutely amazing i appreciate y'all very much i wanted to thank everyone that um commented um everyone that tuned in uh and i just want to say thank y'all god bless and good night because you know i'm russell simmons out here uh-oh <laughs> <laughs> yo i'm going out like always first of all thank everybody that tuned in thank people in the comments make sure y'all once again support the show by subscribing or hitting that like button. Share, share, share. Or you can show love on that Cash App, Dollar Sign, and Evening Rush. Make sure y'all download the Evening Rush Network app. Or you can now watch us on Amazon Fire Stick by going to the Amazon Fire Stick search button, um, hitting the Evening Rush, and it'll just pop up. And uh, you can stream and hear everything, even the Evening Rush Network radio. So, you know what I mean? Make sure you're tuning. Y'all have lots of ways to hear us. And um, we'll be back next week. Oh, wait, wait. No, 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 no. That's Thanksgiving weekend. Happy we Thanksgiving. won't be back next weekend. <laughs> um, we'll, be, we'll be back the week following. Oh, so we don't I have think the first week, week of December. Nah. The first week of December, we'll be back. Um, and you know what? I think I want to have Bingley in the booth. Yeah, that's where I'm going with it. Because his mix was crazy tonight. Um, also, oh, before I forget any, before I seriously forget, Thanksgiving Day, we are having DJs mix it up. They will definitely be playing all day from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. So mm. tune in. You know what I mean? You'll definitely get a different mix each and every from each one of our DJs. It will be DJ Snake Eyes. So shout out to my brother Snake Eyes. I appreciate you on that one. 
um, DJ Sue Young, DJ GMF, DJ Benjamin, BMB, DJ, um, don't, don't forget, don't forget, come on now. Don't fuck it up. <laughs> don't fuck it up. You know what I mean? DJ, um, Shug, DJ Drew, DJ Drew, and yeah, that's everybody. If I, if I missed you, I apologize. You know, if I love you. Look, if he didn't miss you and you want to hop on, give him a call. Definitely. So definitely check out the Evening Rush Network radio and the Evening Rush Network app so that you can hear all the DJs in their entirety all day. And I appreciate you all. You know what I mean? Like always, sleep in peace, bro. Um, don't forget December 17th again. And uh, we out of here. I'll let y'all later, man. Thank you. Even if you told me I'm a king and a crown fitted, you can catch me in a thousand dollar outfit. I'm so 